This episode is brought to you by Tidal. Tidal is a global music and entertainment platform that brings artists and fans together through unique music and content experiences. If your ears yearn for something better, it is hard to beat Tidal, streaming with its combo of lossless CD quality streams on its entire catalog and its worthy catalog of high resolution tracks. Tidal's premium and hi-fi tiers are what all diehard audiophiles need to get the most out of the truly high fidelity music from any music streaming service. If you are part of this distinguished category, you owe it to yourself to try out Tidal. As a thank you for listening to the Words with Wade podcast, you can start your 60-day free trial by using the code WADE60. That's Wade with the number 60 on the Tidal app or their website, Tidal.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 176. Nope. As we used to say, a nope. whole lot of them things. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 77? 77. 77. I'm all. Mm. It's been a rough weekend. It's been mm. a rough weekend. Mm. You was doing anything. good. You was having a good run, too. I had a hell of a run. It was you a was having a lot of them things. Yeah, you was having a real good run. Yeah. You gonna fuck hey, that shit up we in all, January. <laughs> we all, it's Jan- see, it's gone already. I about to say, Start wait, already. we said we, we won't gonna do this this year. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good right now. I, of course, am your host, uh, Wade Aloysius Blogs, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. Smiley Johnson. <laughs> 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 AKA V. Wait for it. Wait, Lord. Oh, that nigga hit you with the deluxe version scan. I know. <laughs> I breathe for the time. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly gonna say this on record. I think now. He's extending it just a. I mean, it's the remix. It's the remix. It's the remix. It's the remix. The remix. He adds. He adds, and you know what? He does it so well. To like, sometimes he'll make it shorter, and then the next time it add a few more seconds. Then he goes back some again. You know, it's just like he fucks with you the entire time. How long it's gonna take? You you know, sometimes sometimes you gotta drop it on two instead of drop it on three. You know what I mean? Oh. Anyway, See, that's that's that James Brown shit. (laughs) Drop it on the one. uh, Don't nobody, don't nobody drop it on the one or the three. Nobody, but James, yo. (laughs) Joining me as always, we have Miss Nisa Moore, Mm -hmm. aka Scandula Davis, Mm -hmm. aka Miss Harum. Hey y'all, I'm here. <laughs> and of course, it's like I just play that beat. Trav the dungeon and rap. Say uh, niggas gonna make it uh, rap. Uh huh. I don't know how to start this. Jesus. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so listen, y'all. It's the beginning of the year, 2021, 2021, 2021. So. There has been a lot of things happening in the industry, but we're going to do our best to power through and give you all the entertaining show. Because, hey, that's what we do. So, 
y'all know if you're a long time listeners of this show, I've kind of had a rule that we break often. <laughs> we don't talk about other podcasts. But we broke that rule a bunch of times. Several. Several. But when, when there's something in the culture that happens on another podcast, we have to talk about it. Uh, for those who listen to um, Gilly and Wallow's podcast on Boston, shout out to them, Million Dollars Worth of Game. They recently had an interview with Funk Flex from Hot 97 New York. You don't know who Funk Flex is. And he elaborated on a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Hold on. As y'all tell me, is certain people like Uncut Nation, if they listen to this podcast, they know certain things that we say and who we talking about. So I would hope that if they listen to this podcast, they know who the fuck Funk Flex is. I would hope as well. But, you know, it's always a dummy. Um, (laughs) It's, It's always a dummy. So let's start off with, I mean, it's a Flex mm. said a lot in this interview. We're gonna just take the, the important part. Uh one thing he said about well, he said a couple of things about Drake, about Jay-Z, about Fab, a bunch of stuff. Let's start off with one thing that he revealed about Drake. Uh talking about the, the classic freestyle that Drake had on his show, where you know Drake put out the Blackberry and was rapping off the Blackberry. Flex dropped them. Um, something about that and let's let's go to flex and see what you gotta say about that my audio works i'm gonna tell you a story today i never told nobody y'all ready i need all your ears right here go ahead you was with mr c you know that freestyle where drake's reading off the blackberry you said what you know the freestyle he did with me where he where he's reading off the blackberry go ahead me and drake we practiced that verse in the room already. He didn't need the Blackberry because we practiced it in the room first with no Blackberry. So when the camera came out, he pulled out the Blackberry. You want to know why? Because as a rapper, if you look at a guy with a Blackberry, you go, oh, he must have wrote those words. He already knew the words when me and him were practicing in the room. Think about that. What he's what he what he's putting forward. Oh, the camera's out. Let me show you this BlackBerry as if I wrote these rhymes. He didn't fucking write those freestyle rhymes on my show. I know he didn't write it. You he he memorized. I ain't mad at. Let's mm. take that in for a second. Mm. Those who look it up, social media, look it up. Drake has a legendary freestyle um, that's part of his uh, catalog where he pulled phone flex, he pulls out his Blackberry and starts, you know, rapping. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull that up um, for those I, re- I remember that freestyle because I had a Blackberry with the side scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did as well. <laughs> so, I did so as well. It was just like, that was the time where a lot of up-and-coming artists were had got to their point where basically they was like, I well, I don't write raps. I'll throw a couple of lines out and just kind of loop them together and fill in the gaps in between it. That's what was going on at that time. Like everybody was writing on their phone instead of like, you know, pen and pencil, pen, Listen, pen and pad and all I'm of that so shit. Glad. I'm so glad that uh, 
you guys actually <laughs> verbalized or uh, broke down what type of scenario this was because I was like, what the fuck is he talking about him reading from his Blackberry? Like, why did that matter? Like, I couldn't, and, I couldn't yeah. picture what, you know, where, where they were doing this at. Like, and why it has so much validity. He <laughs> does. Yeah, like, well, that's he, why that it has so much validity. It was, it was, at that particular time, it was, it had got to a point where I, either you write, like, literally, grab a pen and paper and write, or a lot of MCs were saying, I don't write, I freestyle. I get, you know, I freestyle because they was on a whole Jay-Z kick. And then after Lil Wayne yeah. and all of that, everybody was like, oh, I freestyle, I don't write, I don't write. So for Drake to be where he was and the buzz that he was building and him being, you know, Funk Flex has always been a legendary, like, platform. Right. You know, being on Hot 97, you do a Hot 97 freestyle, nigga, that, that makes or breaks your career. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like before yeah, the right. shit even get fucking started. Like whether you on with, with Funk Flex or you doing it um you doing an interview with um Angie Martinez back back when she was still on, on I-97. Like it didn't fucking matter at the time. But for him to be going and it's just like I, I'm gonna pull out my phone, which is what the the new up and coming artist was doing. Like, I'm just typing shit when lines hit me in my phone. And to see, like, one of the most up-and-coming artists pull out his phone and just be going through it, and he just killing the fucking freestyle. As Creating a visual. Yeah, like, as a, as, as a hip-hop head and as a artist yourself, you're looking at it like, he was prepared, but unprepared, but he still, he found a way to merge it and make it flawless. To make it look like it was okay? Basically. Yeah, make it yeah, basically like, I, y'all, like the newer, gener the, the older generation is mad at us because we don't write. Got you, okay. The, the you. younger generation is like, this is what we do. This right. is how, this is how we work. And for him to get up on, a, on that platform, and merge the two, and everybody like, yo, he you he spazzed. Well, I, I have to freestyle, and Uncanation, of course, y'all can't see it, but y'all can hear it. Um, I'll put a link in the description or something so you can go back and check it out. It's for our edification here. I play a couple, a little bit of it just to um, give you the feel of it, the vibe. If we don't remember, because it, it's it says it was eleven years ago. So. Yeah, it was two thousand nine. You gotta cut the sound, turn the sound yeah, on. No, Juanito is on the camera shooting the movie. Yeah. In HD. Yeah. Keep in mind, this nigga ain't got young. no beard. <laughs> yeah, this is young, young. great. 1080p's the film. This is where, this is where everybody Available on DVD Monday. Yeah. Drake, what's good, my brother? I'm here, man. I'm ready. I remember, I remember listening the last time I listened to one of these flex. Um, you know, good? the boy said something. He said, uh, "Flex, let me touch the city. Let him know where it's at." You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Can I do that? You want to do that? Can I do that? Now, hold on, hold on. Pause it. Pause it real Can quick. Can I do that? Wait. Okay. So, 
keep this in mind. When he just said, he was like, last time I heard it, he was like, you know, the boy said, let me touch the city. Let me know where it's at. You know who you're talking about, right? Who, Hove? He's talking about Hove. Mm-hmm. So, so, put a pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dig where I'm going. Put a pin in that. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that later on how me, everything me... else, the rest of the rundown. Can right, I do right. that? Okay, tell me, yeah. New York, New Jersey. I'm here, Toronto, Canada. Oh. I'm in here. Oh, all the way from. Oh. All the way. The grassy, all the way from. Let me situate this. Yeah. All the way from it. Let's go. All the way from. Yeah. I'm telling like 15 minutes away, come on. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is when this is the era when Flex made every rapper rapper for you, me, him, and her. That was like a favorite beat of all time. Like everybody rapping with that beat. Because that was that was a, a get it in beat. Like yeah. It, it was perfect for a freestyle and you had to keep up. Like your cadence had to had to go in. So like uh 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 you have to you have to hit it. So if yeah, you yeah. if you got bars that drag or bars that extend, unless you exactly. really unless you really know how to flow, they're not gonna hit. And it's gonna be yeah. evident. So niggas this is gonna be like, yo, that nigga suck. <laughs> right. You <laughs> wouldn't have really time right. to think about it. Look, this is look, this look, this is why we're talking about this. This is why he playing it. Cause this like Flex just dropped a major fucking bomb. And he's not finished though, but I would yeah. <laughs> as I'm, he's I'm known to play the whole joint. Yeah, as Flex is known for dropping bombs, like this bomb, he was like, nah, that nigga wasn't even, like, he already knew the verse. He just did that just because the camera was on. the crazy part is he, he said, Drake, he's saying that he didn't write that. Somebody sent it to him. Exactly. Hold so, on, let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Young, I got you. Look. I say, young money to the young boy dying out. You hear me crying out, you see me riding out. And if your man get the stuntin', we'll buy him out. Cause we be living with these other rappers lying about. Drizzy Drake, what? Funk Flex, uh? Hot 97, I'm so far gone. Yeah, I'm just getting started. Here we go. Look. Uh, feeling good, feeling great, how you though? Bet you hear my name every single place that you go. Sipping on pink shit, but nah, it ain't nouveau. Slow the F down for your ass is on Pluto. Yeah, tell me what it do. I belong to the youngest Grammy-nominated crew. My city love me, but I got Toronto haters too that sit around and talk about what they'd have done if they was you. Yeah, but no, I ball without a sphere in sight. Club owners give me reasons to appear at night. And just know that I be in the mirror like, are you listening? I hope you hear it right. Yeah, I'm in the Aston doing donuts i will kill the game and never send it my condolence taught to never love a chicken only love the moments new york city i could tell the people want it uh you okay. got- i'm not gonna keep going but it's funny now i watch the video and i'm watching scrolling his scrolling doesn't match his cadence the i agree you the, know what's uh, so bad is that i was actually looking at the same thing I wanted to see <laughs> it's like your hands are moving too much. And again, I had a Blackberry with the side scroll. So I know the time frame of you scrolling mm-hmm. and shit going. Mm-hmm. I will Black. say he did a very good job of making his eyes. Mm-hmm. Look like he was actually reading and trying to make sure 
like his facial mannerisms, making sure he like, I yeah, that's what I'm supposed to say. All right, cool. Uh, there you go. Uh, now wait but, a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Now. Mm-hmm. Are we just going off the word of flex on this? Well, is anybody else saying that this is what he was really doing? Well, I mean, I mean at this particular point, the only part. I mean, I, so anytime question or everyone. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Of course, of course. No, this is why you're here to ask the questions. No, scan. You know, you know, it's always a odd man out. It's a, it's a, it's always an odd man out. Uh, you know, so, I just felt like I needed to play that devil's advocate again. There you like, go. So you have stepped into my role this evening, and I think. No, before we, before, you know what? I be, I hold my questions. Y'all continue. No, 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 no because that because that that that, that, that transitions the conversation. Okay, so that does transition over to the fact that what. He says, like basically, that he's better than hope. Well, he's whoa, 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 hold on, you're jumping. You're too far. You're too far. You're too far. You're too far. We, we, we pulling up in the driveway. We ain't get out the car and walking in the house. <laughs> okay. so I just, you know, that's that's my first question right there. How? So, what, who else is like uh, validating this right now? Um, sad to you know say. What? Sad okay. to, yeah, I'm about to say, okay. sad to say in the world of hip hop, um, the validation comes when nobody clarifies. Okay. All right. We'll leave it so, way put, though. So, so, like, Flex has said this. Drake himself, nobody from his camp, or no, nobody else, period, has disputed it. So... What, what? What's the quote? Sometimes not getting the message is a message. Exactly. So sadly in the hip hop community, if things are left unchecked, they get noted as fact. So at this point, because it has not been disputed, it's it's gaining validity. So, I mean, especially with Drake's track record when everything came out with me, it's not so far gone. Pun intended. Exactly. <laughs> not so far gone. I mean, it, it, it adds to that credence, though. Right. Now, because you have Meek saying, hey, Drake doesn't write. Drake reference tracks leaked at one point. Mm-hmm. Flex is now saying, hey, the freestyle that y'all knew him for, they kind of put him on the map. He didn't write that either. Exactly. So now was just like, it's being looked at as, which even after, in all fairness, after the Meek Mill shit, it was looked at as, I well, Drake's just kind of like a poster child. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he's the face of a machine that's behind him. You know, the reference tracks and things, you know, other people who might not have, you know, the personality or the persona or 
you know, the 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 savvy or anything like that to actually be out front but their artistry is great i we gonna pay y'all to feed the machine you're the face of the product right so that's that's that seems to be ever since um the meek mill situation with the reference tracks leaking it seems like that story is still continuing. It's just like literally Drake is the face of the machine. It's gonna it's gonna haunt Drake throughout his career because it's one of those things where we have proof of it. And no matter what he says, like, hey, yeah, I work with other people, but I write too. As a rapper, you never get someone to write your words. This is something you don't do at all right that that has never been accepted in hip-hop culture as far as if you call yourself a mc a lyricist you have never had another individual pin your words period now I think the toss up that came into question was uh, when a lot of people was talking about Kanye and choruses and things getting bounced around. I'm like, my stance on that, that's different. If, if even if I'm in a room with, with Benny, Bills, Sachs, Broadway, nightmare so like we all sitting in the room and i don't already wrote my verse but i'm trying to think of the chorus and they chiming in with the chorus nah that's fine that doesn't take away from my pen but for one of them i'm rapping my verse they was like nah you should say this line or you should switch this and say it this way that's different. I think it goes further to that because I think collaboration is cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm, and me, I'm not a rapper, but if I'm writing something. Bullshit, wait. Bullshit. Nah, say I'm writing something. Return says, of the way. <laughs> he says, no, way. you should say it this way. That's fine. But my issue is when somebody says, here, I wrote this for you. Say this. You know, that's the difference between we collaborating because yeah. even if I said if I write something I say and you said nah you should say it this way or change this this that's it still comes from me. True. But somebody Very else true. saying here's my words you say them as your words. Right. Very that's true. an issue. That's why go. I draw the line. There you go. <laughs> but hey, we're not finished with Flex yet. Let's Did he? <laughs> Flex I have more to say. Flex. Uh, let's pull. Here we go. Let's, let's um, take it back with Flex Hogan. He's very much still Flex Hogan. Flex Hogan, that shit is crazy. Here we go. So they asked Flex, well, still the same interview. Talk to him, Flex. You know if those reference tracks would have never happened, Drake would have been my favorite artist of all time? Over Jay-Z? He would have he he surpassed Jay-Z in my book. 
So if there was no so, reference. So basically, you sitting here admitting that Drake is better than Jay Z, but he, you, you, you took him off that because you found out he didn't. Run. Wait, wait, hold on, because you found out. Yes, I agree. Yes, 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 yes. Drake better than Jay Z. That's to me, yes, yes, yes. The reference tracks changed me. The Listen. reference tracks changed me. Let me tell you something. He's pissed. He's pissed. You better get fucking security. Them New York niggas <laughs> is going to lose their fucking mind. Matter of fact, you're No, listen. Word to my mother, son. Word to my mother, son. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. That's not good news. to be everywhere. Drake is uh -uh. Listen. No, no, no. Let's have some good talk. Come back here. You come back here, Gilly. And you come back here, Wallow. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Let me Let tell me you something. Let me tell you something. Wait, hold on. Jam Let me Judy. tell you something. Drake. Hold on, wait, hold on. Let me tell you something. I don't get, listen. I want everybody. Personal shit don't mean. on here listen. watching. I want everybody on personal here. Personal shit don't mean, personal shit don't mean shit to me. Personal shit don't mean nothing to me. I may have the way out. I feel. I don't fun on the music. I don't fun on the music. Did y'all have a fallout? Listen. Who? Joe. You and Drake and who? Are you fat? No. No, Hope wait. Anybody. Hope ain't invite them to the dinner. <laughs> you want to go to Rock Nation, bro? <laughs> you know niggas are killed to go yeah, to the Rock Nation, bro. Niggas oh, look, yeah, pause, it, pause it. 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 Wait. Pause it. Pause it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, because I didn't want to keep laughing over the audio. <laughs> I <laughs> Y'all had a fallout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he ain't invite you to the breakfast. He ain't invite him to the Rod Nation brunch. Look, in the way. Look, in the last three years, niggas showing up to the Rock Nation brunch or not being able to be admitted to the Rock Nation brunch has changed. A lot of niggas standards about shit. That's a fact. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like no, I said, no, no, I, just, I, no, no. I just didn't no, want to keep laughing over the audio because that shit was fucking funny. But hey, here's a question, though. Here's a question we got to ask. Mm -hmm. So we just talked about it. If you take out drink, ghostwriting claims, and not even claims at this point, somebody writing for Drake. I know the answer, but of course, me being the host, I gotta ask these questions. Would Drake be better than Jay Z? Scan, you gonna answer that because Wade already know my answer. Wade asking some dumb shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Okay, no. <laughs> it's a firm no. <laughs> it's a firm no. It's so, a firm no. First of all, let's if we, if we gonna get into that, then we gonna get into catalogs. There has not been a Drake album that is better than Reasonable Doubt, Volume One, or The Blueprint. And I'll keep it a whole buck on the show. 
the blueprint is not as great as it it did not age as well as it as as niggas would have liked well in my opinion like people hail Jay-Z as the blueprint being like his best album like it's it cannot be surpassed and within the past probably about four or five months this conversation and I'm getting way off on a tangent, but this this conversation has been happening with me personally and other people that I respect their music opinion. Whose album is better? The Blueprint or Prodigy's H&IC? We had this conversation on the show before. And H&IC is better. I'll go on record saying it. There you go. Uncut Nation, y'all crucify me in the comments if you want to. HNIC is better than the blueprint. It it aged better. But going back to my original point, Drake has not dropped a project that surpasses any of those three albums from Jay. So why is this even a conversation that needs to be had. Um, hell, uh, Drake's Take Care, which is arguably his best album, which I don't think it is. I prefer So Far Gone over any Drake album. That's just me personally. So Take Care is second runner up. But even, even Take Care Mm. Well, we at we at like volume three, J. You would compare take care to volume th- like Magnum Magna Carta, J. Ooh, uh, no, no, no. I, get, I I take that back. I take that back. Let me. I I'll say Hard Knock Life, volume two, J. I don't know if I can even co-sign that because take care, like. Take Care is arguably Drake's most lyrical album. And, I don't think it's best. Okay. Um, I will I, I will agree with that. Now, most, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, I, I think the difference, and I'm kind of sad, but I think the difference between Drake and Jay, and I hear this point always being brought up. People talk about Drake's versatility, right? Because he can sing and make slow songs and, and all this stuff, but Jay can't. But here's the thing. For me, mm-hmm. Jay can make street records. Like, shit, Jay can make a street record right now. Drake can't do that. Drake can make trap records, which is different than street to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and Jay can make a song with Beyonce and have it on the charts. Drake can do the same. But I think that line of demarcation right there, because I think that's the difference. And maybe it's just the, the 90s nigga in me. Um, the street record, Drake cannot do. Like when you're comparing two people, and I do this with everything, when you're comparing two people and you want to say somebody's better than the other one, you got to say, hey, this person can do this. This person can't do that. Well, this person can do what this person do plus some. 
Right. Jay and, can do what Drake do. Drake can't do what Jay do. And I, I, I completely agree with that. And that's that first and foremost, I'll I'll say that's always been my argument. Um, well, not my argument, but my like my pet peeve when people argue Jay as the greatest rapper is depending on the topic that you put at the top of the column when we're listing pros and cons. Yeah, Jay is gonna win a lot of categories. But if we start off, you know, a top five category, my initial thought going into a top five category is, you know, the music that inspired me, the music that I relate to the most. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say the artists that inspire me that I relate to the most. And then it always gets to a point and it has never failed. Anytime when somebody brings Jay up, I was like, well, they're not better than such and such. And they was like, but they ain't got more money than Jay. You yeah, have, that's a you have, yeah, you have now switched the whole subject matter, the topic at the top of the column to something completely was, different. Now we're having a whole different conversation. But it was funny, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to cut you off, Jay started that, that retort. That whole, I got more money than you, Comes from Jay Z. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but he also brought it back when he was like, "Get your CDs out. Let's go song for song. I'm the illest nigga doing it, so y'all prove me wrong. Do you believe?" I mean, now the crazy thing, and we could tie this into some verses shit too. <laughs> Literally. We sitting here talking projects as far as my opinion, Drake doesn't have a project in his entire catalog that can topple Reasonable Doubt, Volume 1, and um, Dan, what was the third one I said? I volume 2? Oh, Blueprint? Blueprint. Black, shit, Black Album. Black Album was dope. The Black Album was dope. Um, The reason why I say a blueprint is because of the critical acclaim that goes along with it. Because we we not even talking about Kingdom Come, you know, Magna Carta. Like a lot of people don't feel like a lot of J projects have a certain staying power, or they don't rank up there with a lot of his shit, but what I've really realized, aside from reasonable doubt, a lot of points in a claim that go to Jay's albums is based on what was going on around it when he dropped it. Yeah. Like the time frame, the year, like what was going on in music, things like that. But Again, you know, way off on a tangent. Um, I don't, again, I don't see any record in Drake's catalog that can withstand any of those three. And just like you were saying, as far as, well, Jay could drop a street record. 
Drake can't, but then they try to get into the versatility where, you know, Drake can sing and do this. This lets you know the the artistry as well as the business mind of Jay. Or any artist, period, not even just Jay. I know my limitations. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't sing, but this song needs somebody singing on the chorus. Boom. Who hot right now? Let me go get Black Street. Like you gotta learn, you gotta know how to read the room. I will give give credit to Drake in this regard, or the ghostwriters, or you know the machine behind them, whoever the fuck the credit needs to go to. Mm-hmm. They have found a way to, as the tide is coming in, as the tide is slow rolling into the shore. They read the tag and create the wave. So then yep. it looks so then it looks like Drake is the first person starting it. And then they tie in other people that they might have gotten from it, you know, UK, all of that, put them on the label, and you're part of the machine at that point. Jay yeah, I think just, he's good at doing that. Yeah, Jay reads the room. Like, yeah, I can't sing. Wow. Fuck him. I'm not even gonna try to sing. Fuck him. Fuck him. I try to sing for. Let me go get a a R and B nigga who sing. I think it's also a different a generational thing. It Jay is. is a, you know, Jay is a '90s nigga. Like, he's not gonna. Well, he's beyond that, but still. He's not going to be like, yo, I'm a sing. Like, think about the rappers in that era that sung. Nas did it. And that was like, it. you know, in that era. So Jay's not going to start busting out notes. That's just not what they did. I mean, that's commonplace now, largely because of Drake. But that's, that's just a whack comparison because it's not like they're both doing it. Right. But if you look, and that's, it doesn't have any factor on rapping. The fact that you can sing doesn't mean you're a better rapper than me. You can sing. <laughs> All right, there you go. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Drake cannot out-rap Jay, period. Exactly. Point blank, period, bottom line. This has been shown and proven on any of the records that they have been on. They've been on records together. Yeah. Drake can keep up. Or whoever wrote it can keep up. And I'm I'm saying that with all due shade. <laughs> with all due shade. <laughs> with all due shade. I'm saying that with all due shade. No disrespect with all disrespect. Yeah, exactly. I ain't even gonna say with no, no fuck that. <laughs> like don't 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 get it fucked up. Like I like Drake's music, but when we get down to the core principles of what we're talking about right now, no. I think um, I, it boils down, using the basketball analogy, like it boils down to the next in line. Like, and I hate doing this because I always say that, you know what I'm saying, um, Jay-Z is not Jordan, but to make it simpler for people to understand, 
Jay-Z is like Jordan. Drake is LeBron. Some people of this generation would be like, yo, I've seen him come up. I've seen him go through it. That's my guy. I don't care what your guy did. I see it for myself. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the people that, that play the sport that are actually in the trenches are still like, nah, Jordan's still that guy. LeBron's nice, but Jordan's still that guy. Yep. It's the same thing. Like, yeah, Drake is like, I like Drake. I'm a Drake fan. What up, Aubrey? I'm a good, I, I like Drake. Hey, <laughs> call the nigga Aubrey. But like that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, like, don't get it fucked up. I fuck with Drake's music. Like, yeah. that's why I know his catalog. I've been listening to Drake since you know, so far gone. And even before that, like the replacement girl with Trey Songs. That's when right. I first heard the nigga. So I fuck with his music, but when we get down to the core principles of what we're talking about, I know it sounds like real disrespectful shit. Like, but no, he he can't. He can't rap better than Jay. Yeah, he can't. And, and then a lot of this stuff, and this goes back to what Scan was saying, it comes, you gotta look at the source. It's right. no, it's no secret that Flex and Jay have had issues for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta look at who's saying this. Matter of fact, let me see if I can play this clip about Flex and Jay real quick, if the audio comes up, because it hasn't been acting right. Jay-Z. I'm gonna tell you about Jay Z. I'm gonna tell you, buddy. You want me to tell oh. you? You know, you want me to tell you why he can't be on social media? Why? Because he's the most sensitive motherfucker on the planet, and he can't take niggas in his comments telling him the truth. Oh, what? Who's that? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Okay. He can't take it. He can't open up social media. He, you know what? You know what Jay does? He watches social media from a fake page. Uh. Yo, what's up with you and Jay? Okay. Man? Jay ain't letting it's him. It's not giving you the truth. Wallow got yeah, straight to it. You could go to the brunch and oh, stay right here, you Jay Z, and Jay and write the caption. Jay Z, little ho, stay right there and write the caption. Jay-Z said, I'm the biggest thing. I'm next. First of all, first of all, oh, yeah. You see how niggas be doing that? First of all, I'm going to tell you about Jay-Z. Okay. So, (laughs) that's funny. He's Mexican to go to the Rod Nation brunch. Bruh, I told like like I said, for like the past three years, going to the brunch, like being being able... to to actually be in the brunch has become yeah. a rite of passage at this point. I'm, I'm mad. I ain't got an invite yet. So, um, Elliot, whoever's listening. I don't. Hey, look, <laughs> I I keep it a buck. I don't I don't want to go to the brunch, nigga. I I don't want to wake up that early and get dressed. It's, and, it's not early. It's brunch. And see, that's what I'm saying. That early, that lets you know, bro. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't get hungry till around 11, 30, 12 o'clock, which is typical brunch hours. Yeah. But I don't want to do shit, let alone have on clothes and I got to sit here and be entertaining and talking to all these. I don't want to be around y'all. Like, I holler at me when it's like two or three o'clock. <laughs> you talking about the Rod Nation lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, 
Who on the grill, man? <laughs> like, where, where, where we getting the barbecue from? Like, is it coleslaw with the barbecue and the hot sauce? Mix? Like, yeah. yeah I, you, I, <laughs> I, I invite. Who in Rodney Zoom or something? Elliot, B Dot, Karen Silver, somebody get at me. Yeah, um, leave my Lee, look. Let my invite get lost in the mail. <laughs> but no, I think. Going back to what Scan said, that's a very valid point. You have to look at the source. Flex and Jay have had no well. Flex had an issue with Jay for a long time. Whether mm-hmm. it's the Rot Asian brunch or whatever issues they've had. So you gotta kinda look at like, okay, you hate this dude and you're saying this guy who you just called out can't rap. Well, you know, that's why I write his rap saying better than him. Whatever caveat you wanna push. We're looking at you like flex dog. You looking crazy right now. And and y'all know y'all can go back to early episodes and I have my own issues with flex. You whatever for whatever. But it, you gotta look at the source, man. Like dog. No. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Let's be real. It's it's a slow news week, so there's something to talk about. But flex and Jay have beef. They've had beef for, well issues for years. Yeah. No, no, Flex. It's something to talk about. That's it. It's really it. He's trying to get people off the fact that he had lipo. Exactly. Well, you know what, though? I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at him showing everybody. Because, listen, as, yeah, as like, I didn't of cosmetic surgery, I cannot tell <laughs> somebody not to get something to make them feel better. Right? I yeah, like my whole thing was I didn't see that really let me know and it had it had been said like, you know, way before like too much shit gets put on social media and people live their lives on social media. That was literally a demonstration of him living his life on social media. It wasn't he posted a before picture and an after picture. Or he just posted a picture and was like, I did something for myself. Right. You're literally videotaping the procedure. And then them put Wu-Tang screen behind it. Try to make it hard, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like you done made it, you done tried to make it a whole scene from like a movie or some shit. My thing is, if you've ever known somebody's gotten plastic, like if you've ever known a sister or female to get plastic surgery, and that's all they talk about, it's whack. Like I know, I know sisters have got butt implants, right? Mm-hmm. And like every other thing they say is regarding their butt implants. Like you stop looking at my ass. You just looking at my ass. Like I'm not thinking about you. Like I see, you know, you see all this ass. Like yo, I'm not. Those when people do that, that's whack. Like if you're gonna get it, get it. Be happy with yourself. That's, yeah, that's like for don't... me, it's for you. Yeah, don't flaunt it and try to make yeah. it seem like you that like you were a peacock getting your feathers type shit and like everybody's supposed to be on you after that. It's just like not nah. now at that point, it's a fucking turn off and I don't want to fucking yeah. be around you. Yeah, if you're gonna get it, man, get whatever you wanna get, make yourself feel better. When we talk about it every five seconds, that's when I look at you like crazy. Yeah, it's like mm, yeah, now you whack. Yeah, yeah. Now if you get your teeth done though, you cool. Anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Smiley. 
to say. You know, sir. You are right. You are right with me. Anyway, let's move it on. <laughs> I just, I think we will be on there for a while. I want to go on, continue music news with this story about Nicki Minaj and Tracy Chapman. Was it Tracy Chapman? Yeah. Did I said Tracy. Okay. So here's, here's what happened. Nicki Minaj's album, Queen, she had a record with Nas called Baby, I'm Sorry, right? Which included a loop of Tracy Chapman song, uh, Baby, Can I Hold You? Like the same melody, the, what do you call it, interpretation or whatever? Mm-hmm. Same thing. It sent Tracy Chapman a, a letter to clear, to clear it for the sample. Tracy said no. So the song didn't come on the album, which is, you know, standard procedure for the music industry and everyone knows kind of what happens. And people kind of knew Tracy Chapman's going to say no, nah, she doesn't sample, let anyone sample her songs. Right. Here's where it becomes interesting. The song leaked anyway. Understand me. The song leaked. It's out. It wasn't for sale. The song leaked. Tracy still sued Nikki because she did it without permission. She recorded the song without permission and won. Won $450,000. So it becomes interesting because we, we long thought that, hey, if you did something like that and you sold the music, then the artist can sue you for revenue, for return. Mm-hmm. But the song wasn't sold. This is just like me making the song using somebody. Like, okay, we, we do the return the weight thing all the time. If I do right. that, just me, regular weight, he can sue me. This changes a lot. This it does. It, it was really disheartening, truthfully. It really was, because it's, it's, it's both sides. It's just like, you know, Tracy trying to protect her, her artistry and her music and everything. But I feel like when Nikki tried to clear it, and you told her no, that should have been the end of it. Now, as you said, the song leaked. So I'm wondering if Tracy felt like the song ain't leaked. Y'all did that on purpose. Felt the way. And she she felt disrespected. Like, I told you no, and you still made it available anyway so then that that takes on a whole different situation in itself is you know how people like relationships in the industry and how you move with people this and a third i don't know i've i've just gotten to a point where i look at it is if you want to work with an artist whether you want to work with them directly or you want to sample their music when the thought first crosses your mind, you need to talk to that artist <laughs> and figure out if this might be something that's possible. But I guess, you know, when certain artists, uh, and this is no shade to Nikki, I don't want anybody to take it this way because i'm not speaking about nikki i'm just speaking about in general at this point um 
some artists don't have full involvement of the creative process with their music. They just come in and they just feel like it's, I just need to rap. You know, the hook is already there. The beat is already done. The samples is already done. I'm just going to come in. I'm a rap. All I got to do is rap instead of being like in the creative process. So if you're in the creative process and you have an idea and it's just like, oh, yo, by the way, let's use this sample. Let's, you know, incorporate this. You know, that puts you on a different side of business with it. Like, I well, we got to get this clear. So I got to talk to such and such. And, you know, you know, the legal team has to get involved with this. And then you start to think about, well, what's my rapport with this artist? Like, am I just using them for their music just because it sound good right now and I want to do some some trashy shit with they with they a song that actually had like a uplifting uh 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 perspective. And I think that's the other thing that a lot of artists and producers don't look at is like does the message of the sample fit the current song that you're trying to incorporate it into because if it doesn't the original artist is gonna be like hell fucking no you can't use it that's true but i think um again it's 90s era like we come up on mixtapes when people remade songs all the time all the time and it was cool because the songs weren't for sale that's 50 got off that way you know what i'm saying that's, that's yeah 50, 50 got off 50 got a lot of shit off that way so if you're telling me now that it, as long as I'm sampling your work, doesn't matter if I'm selling it or not, you can sue me. That mm. changes a lot of shit. It does. That changes a lot of shit. I would I would really like for Nikki and them to appeal this because you know, that reminded but, me. That reminded me of the joint. Um, Charlemagne brought the light as far as the. Um, them being able to use rap lyrics as evidence, right? So it's just like, yeah, you just you just can't rap no more. Niggas there's no sing. art. There's no art to it anymore. Yeah, niggas just gotta sing. Everything is happy go lucky. Don't sample it's, nobody it's, else's music. But his thing, it's it's eerily similar to the Marvin Gaye lawsuit. You remember right. when when you know what I'm saying? They got sued not because they sampled him because the song sounded like another Marvin Gaye song. Yeah, you're talking about um, Pharrell and the, uh, Robin yeah. Thicke. Right, so my pops just said, you know what I'm saying, nothing new under the sun, right? So no in I, that lawsuit... Shit, and Nas ran it back. No ideas right? originals. Nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. So like... At some point, I feel like they're stifling creativity. Like you said, it's making it difficult for you to rap. I mean, I'm all for originality. But again, what's saying that, and, and the joke we often use, I do return it away. Mm-hmm. We don't sell it. I put it out on this show. Like, hey, y'all, listen to this. My new song, Return It Away. Whoa. Mark mm-hmm. Ronson, Robinson, whatever his name is, going to sue me? Makes it so. There you go. 
That's crazy. Yeah, Mark Morrison. I said Mark Morrison. Yeah. People just sue me because I'm I'm just humming his melody. Like that's crazy. It has it has to be a limit to this. It has to be somewhere where they're like, hey, okay. The rule was for years. As long as they're not selling your project, you're good. And if the rules change, you let us know. Just don't sue us and lose half a million dollars. Right. And that was the crazy shit. That I mean, I'm gonna keep my eye on it because I really want them to appeal it because I think this is this is an industry standpoint. This is something that can affect the music industry, especially hip hop in general. So right. I really want them to fight it, but we'll see what happens, man. We'll definitely see what happens and keep following on with that. Uh, I wanted to. Damn, I'm just jumping around here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't really care about nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, well, no, no, number four, number four. Oh yeah, well, yeah, four and five. We'll do that real quick. Uh, we talked about this last week. So we we'll definitely want to update y'all on it. If you haven't heard already, uh, Dre, Dr. Dre, West Coast icon, West Coast legend, Godfather of the Coast, uh, was released from the hospital. From the hospital, you know, he had a brain aneurysm. Uh, Ice T uh, on Twitter, I said he FaceTimed him. Said he's home. He does have 24-hour care. He has a nurse, 24 hours. So I'm not familiar with brain aneurysm. It sounds like something that you could die from. So the fact that he's home. In 24/7 care, um, I, I hope it's good. I hope your recovery is good. Um, yeah, the from looking at just aneurysms, period. It was, it's like they can occur in different parts of the body. Like, um, it's just when, and I may be mistaken. It's just like when too much fluid builds up and ruptures like the lining of an organ that's supposed to protect something from something else. And again, I could be completely wrong in the way that I'm explaining it, but it's just like, yeah, I guess long story short, it was like some swelling in his brain. It's, um, he's what, 55, so stuff like that. You gotta, you gotta be careful about, and I'm sure you're getting the best care right now. Just in the pandemic, what's going on out in California right now, it's, it's really crazy. So I'm glad that he's doing okay. Um, he even um, posted yeah, he stuff on care. Instagram. Um, so I'm glad he's okay. Uh, can't lose Drake. We don't, that's about to start off the year with losing another, another West Coast icon. Um, did want to touch on this real quick. Uh, last week, we, we dropped our own individual list of the top verses, in our opinion. No, we call that actually. Uh, top verses of our opinion last of, of 2020. Um, and somebody had asked, like, what does Swiss and Tim think? So they were on the Carlos Watson show. And they, they were asked that very question. So let's go ahead and go on to that. Now, now, who gave the best performance? For your money, who was the star of season one? Who, uh, who gave the best performance? He'd like me to answer those questions, but you got to answer that one. <laughs> nah, I, I don't. I really, I, the best? I know. I would have to say Beanie Man gave the best performance. Beanie and Bounty Killer, yes. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. 
hard to argue with Be Me a Bounty Killer. Um, now, I think, yeah, performance. That's the key word, performance, because <laughs> as, as we've we've said several times on the show, they changed the dynamic of versus from theirs going forward because they were actually in the same room and it, it was a performance. It was, a, it, it, it basically became a fucking whole concert. Like they were, they were dancing, they were performing. They got into a whole fucking freestyle battle and dissing each other. As far as the overall best experience, oh yeah, I, I still think it's hands down. Yeah, yeah, I still that's 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 Badu and Jill. I think well, we is the funny thing about that is going back through our list, we all have Beanie and Bounty Killer range, you know, um, within the top three. Him, I think yeah, Scan had him at number three. Uh, you had him at number two. Yeah, and me being the asshole, I had him at number five. Oh um, yeah, you was a whole asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. Um, <laughs> but we all had a unanimous number one was Jill and Badu. That was all unanimous. Right. Um, so it's 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 dope to see them do that, and and I guess we got do got to bring it up. The long-awaited, much rescheduled, um, verses between. Uh, Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Hey, Keisha, what happened? Uh, so we still going doing down this? finally. So we still uh, doing this? Yeah, yeah. Keisha, yeah, Keisha yeah, my bad. That's much. my time. Okay. Time. That's my bad. Hi, Ashanti. Uh, <laughs> so it's going down this Thursday, the 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. They said this is the last time they rescheduled this. Rain, sleet, hail, the snow is going down. Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, if Jesus comes back, he's gonna have to wait till verse is over with. It's going down. First of so. all, <laughs> out of all the verses, when have they ever said this the last time we reschedule in this shit? <laughs> like literally, like look, if this shit don't happen this time, if 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 Noah got down get drunk and can't drive the ark and Jesus is tailgating and Moses does not want to come down off the mountain we still getting this shit done we're getting this first and if I recall the vote because you know yeah I'm not I'm not I man out on this one yeah we were on Keisha and you want a Shanti. And I'm not mad at a Shanti. You know, hey, Shanti. But um, unfortunately, my birth certificate requires me to... <laughs> <laughs> now that it requires you. I'm required to... Uh, I'm obligated to say Oakland. So, there's that. Hey, if anything about me, I'm loyal. <laughs> and consistent. And consistent. Two things about me. I'm a Leo. That's what we do. Um, inauguration is coming. New president. Trump impeached twice. There's that. <laughs> like, listen, Uncut Nation, I know y'all don't come to us for political news, but stuff is happening in the world. 
it's gonna be different. And I'm gonna leave it at that because I'm not getting into political conversation because I do this shit all the time. Unfortunately. I I'll say this and leave it at this. All black men get your bug out bags ready. If you don't know what a bug out bag is, you already behind. You know. Um so with that being said, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Uh, let's see. We got Overcast, Try Again, Deluxe Version, uh, uh, Michael Leonhardt and Jay Swiss, The Alchemy, uh, Arab Music, Trap Soul EP, uh, DJ Cam, Lost Found 2, White John, Cases Still Pending, Second Generation Woo, Hereditary, and Son of Tony, Son on a Sunday. But I know that is nothing compared to Scan's Vibe of the Week, though. <laughs> the vibe of the Week. Mm. Scan, talk to him. And the Vibe of the Week, which I feel like has to be one of the dopest albums that's come out recently. One of her songs from Jasmine Sullivan, Pick Up Your Feelings. So Jasmine Sullivan, um, possibly in, in the second, what's the second week, uh, well, third week of January, arguably the album of 2021, uh, Pick Up Your Feelings, the acoustic version. Spin that shit, wait. <laughs> You say that I've been acting different, yeah Funny how I finally flipped the script on you When you don't want to double dipping, yeah You so sloppy how I caught you slipping up You're off the lease, run me my keys No more popping up the idiot, yeah I ain't even got the miles of trip on, yeah New phone, oh baby, brand new Like the whip, rock it up, no assist Maybe giant average Wake up, need a zip, Hennessy Take a sip, look at my jeans, I'm too big, I ain't got no room for extra baggage. So don't forget to come and pick up your Don't need no pieces. You need to hurry and pick up your While I'm a cleaning, boy, please. And I don't need it. Memories and all that shit. Keep it, yeah. Don't forget to come and pick up your ooh. Don't need no pieces. I'm trying to find the fuck to get for you. You and all the chances of forgiving you. Yeah, listen, I'm listening. Just for you to go and break my heart again. I learned my lesson. Yeah, and I ain't coming. And you're missing what you had now. And I bet you all the better don't a new phone. Who is it? Don't need a ride, call that bitch. Guess we're too expensive. No more benefits, Papa. Hands tied, no grip. I ain't got no room for extra baggage. So don't forget to come and pick up the yeah. Don't need no pieces. You need to 
Sullivan yes. to pick up your feelings from her latest release. Uh, listen, arguably, as I said earlier, is already in contention for album of the year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and if you haven't been able to listen to our album, please do so because then you'll understand why we're saying that. <laughs> so if and it's, I'm, are we doing like album of the year and we just including R&B and hip hop or we are splitting the category. But I, I'm, I'm just asking for clarification, but either way, look, the fucking album is dope. Yes. <laughs> that shit is dope, period. <laughs> right, but I would say in her category, of course. Yeah, like this, this right here, this album, Jasmine Sullivan is finally getting her flowers. Because Jasmine's always been dope. Let's, that, let's be yeah, she has. But I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, as you said, she's got her, she's got her flowers. And yeah. forever, for whatever reason, because I don't want to say it's good music, because her last album was good music too. Yeah, all her music what, has been good music. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's resonating with people. Yeah, I think it's just the whole culture, the, the climate right now. Right. You know I'm saying her, her, um, her topics, her subject matter is hitting people differently. It yeah, because sure she look that that album is a whole hundred. So, shout out like to Jasmine I, Sullivan. Like I said offline, the first song on there is called Body. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I need to. You need to. You need to. No, I'm going to listen to it. I need to. You need to. You need to put that in rotation with the Wale album and just let them. Yeah, you lost your Wale. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Completely. I'm about to cut your mic off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't hear anything else you said. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is our show. Make sure you pick up that Jasmine Sullivan available in your phones right now. Um, we have a special announcement next week, finalizing some of the details. But once we get more information, we'll definitely let y'all know. Just how I said, stay tuned to all our social media channels. Um, and scan where can they find you at you can find scan what song is that you can find me it's the Nelly song in St. Louis rolling on dubs country grammar that's right yeah okay yeah you know the what? shit that I the shit that I always sing <laughs> yeah 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 you can find scan on her other podcast three sweet talkers uh her her 
Instagram, Nisa.more, uh, Twitter, more.nisa, or OnlyFans, Nisa Moore. Uh, and like I said, our other podcast, Three Sweet Talkers on Culture Play. Uh, G, where can they find you at? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, underscore G, underscore L-I. Uh, Facebook, G. Whatever you do, make sure you follow the podcast on all social media platforms. Words with Wade on all platforms. On YouTube, our YouTube page is up and I'm uploading videos. Is Words with Wade podcast. So just Words with Wade podcast at the end of it. Words with Wade, all one word. Um, of course, you can find me um, the way blogs on all social media platforms. Um, we got something coming real special for y'all that I hope y'all like. Um, we're trying to do things different this year. Uh, last chance still breaks. Um, I think that's everything. Anything else? No, nah, I think that's it. All right. So, as always, as always, you may agree with what we said. Mm hmm. You may not agree with what we said. All right. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. Shit. Shit.